Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, September the 24th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. Josh Crash Davis. Crash, how are you on this wonderful Saturday afternoon, fall afternoon here up in the Northeast? Temperatures dropping a little bit. Love this time of year. Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, my my mind is a little bit, you know, two different hats here, wearing the football and the baseball hat. So kind of going back and forth between the two. But uh, yeah, ready to get into this baseball slate. It's an interesting slate. Uh, a few lower, you know, um, a few less games than we had yesterday. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what we have to say. So yeah, well, we've got eight games on the main slate that starts at 7.05. And that's mm-hmm. on FanDuel, DraftKings, and Yahoo. Uh, man, I, you know, I sound like a Pete and repeat deal here, but Yahoo mm. still on fire in Yahoo, guys. Yeah, Yahoo is unreal. Like, I mean, you've got, I don't know, probably seven of the last eight slates that you've absolutely crushed on Yahoo. So. It's it's definitely been a nice stretch, and I want to continue it. I'd like it to be nine of ten. Yeah. Or 10 of 11. That's the goal. But uh, if you haven't joined Yahoo yet, give it a try, man. I'm just saying there's lots of money to be made there. We made money on DraftKings and FanDuel last <laughs> night, too. So, yeah, it was a, another terrific night for us. So I was just thinking, Coach, if we want just a real quick recap here. Um, so Nola was your best play, you know, yeah. for pitching. And yep. then uh, your Randy Arozarena was a really good call. Um, yeah. That's. So those were I had the two uh, Franco and a Rosarina really helped the the cause. And you know the amazing part about it is my favorite guy of all of them was Arenado and he threw up nothing. So mm-hmm. to to smash like we did and have Zilch from uh you know our one of our key guys. Yeah. Uh boy that was really uh, good to see that we were able to pull it out. Pitching's been solid mm-hmm. for me though recently. Mm-hmm. I mean that's if you can stick with those guys, you know, I faded Cole went with the, the two guys I felt more comfortable with and they really uh, got it done. So it's, yeah, you know, it's a good, good decision. I mean, Cole and Bassett both kind of had, you know, kind of average games, if that, you know, so probably below their projected floor, I would say. So they um, Bassett had a decent game, you know, he yeah. pitched like eight innings, but yeah. he didn't get any strikeouts. That's what no. really hurt him. You know, that's what was really weird. He had a 60 point game. Yeah. So. I think he only had two strikeouts, something yeah. ridiculous, but he did. He pitched well. I watched a lot of that game and I was really happy with him. And then but, my, uh, my course fade came through. Yes, it <laughs> Which, did. It, it yeah. did. That was a great call. I said, you were drinking the Tennessee whiskey and, <clears throat> and the joke was on me, but somehow through all of that, you were right. And I was right. And we still won everything. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I love it. That's what these podcasts are for. When you chat through stuff, talk it out, and figure out which directions uh, you know you want to go. But um, hopefully, this going earlier doesn't throw everybody off. If people are already saying, "Oh, coach said yesterday it was five o'clock," well, I did, but I wanted to switch it to three o'clock Eastern today because we had such a big early slate that starts at 4.05. It's six games on FanDuel, that 14-game Yahoo deal, which is my biggest sweet spot, Mm -hmm. uh, and only a weird two-gamer on DraftKings. So it's really odd, but 
I figured, you know what? Let's get in here. People will drift in as they normally do, like they're doing now. And we'll be able to touch on all those 405 early slate games. So if you want to double up and play that one and then play the main, then we'll go through all of our breakout stuff uh, for the main at 705. So appreciate everybody. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just thinking, though, um, how are we going to do this? Because we're supposed to be doing the breakdown, the FanDuel GPP, and posting our lineups all before 405. We're going to we're going to kick butt and take names. Okay. So we've got we've got about 42 minutes Rock to go roll. through these games. So okay. the only reason I'm stalling a little bit at the beginning because it, it seems like everybody drifts in in the first 5 or 6 minutes because their alert goes off and you know I just didn't want to start but we're going to have to kick butt. I mean there's no <laughs> horsing around today. We can't do an hour and 10 minute one or right. we'll be past lock. Okay. So yeah. We're going to keep it hustling. We don't have any weather issues to worry about. So that's one thing right. uh, that we can put in our back pocket. And uh, we're just going to hit all these games and get them done. We'll give some ownership and stacks and pitchers uh, numbers. So hello to Rodney Pollard. You're the man. Uh, still number one as far as getting in chat first mm-hmm. on the leaderboard is Mr. Rodney Pollard. So big shout out to you, man. We appreciate you. Garage Junkie Productions, our man David Dulac, Dulac, who finally got into, let's hear it for David. He finally yeah, got into Dave. our deal. <laughs> handsome Dave, he got in there. Handsome yeah. Dave, finally, after all these attempts, we got him in there. Raider 7, thank you and good luck to you too. RJ, Nathan Feudy, Tony A. Uh, yeah, how about Baltimore Rutschman too, man? He's so mm-hmm. tough. I saw that Homer that he hit, you know, I was watching it live, not in person, obviously, but on TV. But it, uh, yeah, when he cracked that to center, it was like, come on now, let's go. Yeah. And so I was fired up for that one. That was awesome. But thank you. Uh, Good vibes from King of All Trades, Tony A. What is the word? Okay. We don't have time to waste today. We're going after it strong. Let's get these down. Keep our hot streak going. And uh, let's keep building on it. So we're going to start out with uh, the first 405 game. Uh, it's actually the only 405 game. The other game is at 407. Yeah. You don't want to be two minutes off. Hmm. It's the Atlanta Braves and Philadelphia Phillies, 69 degrees in Philly. Little wind left to right, eight miles an hour. Totals eight, 4.15 implied for the Braves, 3.85 <clears throat> for the Philly Phillies. Kyle Wright, Bailey Falter. Uh, Falter, 6.2K, the lefty. Uh, Wright's up there at 8.2K. So big uh, decisions to be made in this one. What do you like? Yeah, I like the righties here for Atlanta. Um, Not going to go against Kyle Wright. He's been very good against the Phillies this year. And so I'm going to go with kind of the bottom of the order I like. I like Ozuna, Grissom. Uh, Robbie Grossman and Orlando Arcia, who recently came back from the injured list. So a little bit contrarian, but that's kind of the way I'm feeling because the rest of my stack is going to be the Mets. So, Gotcha. I like bats on both sides here. I'm, I know the Wrights had success against Philly, but I like Philly a little bit here. Uh, I'm going to have some, some hitting on both sides here uh, and no pitching. <laughs> You know, uh, we know that Atlanta Acuna is still out. So 
Swanson in that leadoff hole and William Contreras batting second, which is a little bit. Yeah, different. I like him against the lefty a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You got to love that. Let me get the extra at bat. He is four seven, so he's not free, but I do like him in there. Yeah. Ozuna, and you got to have a catcher, you know, on two of the sites. So definitely right. get him in at catcher. And how about Ozuna up to fifth? He's been like either not in the lineup or batting at the bottom. He's actually sort of in the middle of that lineup. So yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah. Don't different. be surprised if he dings one out of there, too. So you're the Ozuna whisperer, so I'm gonna have to listen to that. It's been quite a while though, so but yeah. I do, you know, Ozuna will find a way at 2.4 to make an early lineup for me. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh on the other side, too, man. Uh Bohm Bohm was huge for me last night with that big triple. Uh, I like the middle of that order, of course. Harper Remuto Bohm, but it's expensive. Um you know, the only thing I was kicking myself about, Crash, I had Hoskins in until like six, seven minutes before lock, before or before we posted lineups, and I switched them out. Oh, so, no. Yeah, that, that one stung a little, but uh, yeah. I do like the bats for both teams here. All right. All right. Hey, by the way, if, if uh, Judge happens to hit number 61 here while we're on, let us know, chat. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dying that I'm not watching that. Uh, Mets A's 407, 85 degrees in Oakland. That's a weird one. That is a uh, little bit of a breeze blowing out to center at six miles an hour, and the total's only six and a half. Crash. Mm. So you got Jacob deGrom, 11.4K. You know, is it just free square? Just forget about it. Not for me. Um, wow. I- you know, it's it's on on Fanduel. He's eleven nine. So I just I just couldn't get there with my bats and you know the rest of my lineup and everything. Just couldn't get to him. So I'm going to go with Sandy. But I think he's a great play. Obviously, I mean I don't I don't have any reason to fade him whatsoever. Obviously, but um, for me, I, I just went a little bit different way and went with Alcantara. So, well, it's you know. I'm going to Grom. I said in my brain, if he's not 12-5 or higher, I'm playing him. And mm-hmm. I think 11-4 is too low. 11-9 makes more sense. But, I mean, it's Oakland in Oakland. Their lineup crash. Ready? Yeah, Kemp, they're not good. <laughs> Kemp, Machine, Murphy, Brown, Garcia, Capel, Langineris, whatever, Diaz, and Allen. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I said that the other day and they scored like nine runs, but I dare them to score two runs today. I'll tell you right now. And I'm not the only one that thinks that because the implied total is two. Yeah. Two flat for Oakland. And it's 4.50 for the Mets. So to for me, it's just DeGrom and get some of those cheap like Ozuna bats in there. I'm just going to make it work. I don't want to chase 45 50 points, whatever. Yeah, I do have DeGrom on DraftKings. I was just looking. Um, but on uh on um FanDuel, I just I just went with Law Contra just because he's a little bit cheaper. But it is it's a tough yeah, it's not it's, it's not anything there. It's not anything to you know sneeze at. Like I don't no. I don't have any issues whatsoever with playing Jacob DeGrom against the Oakland Athletics, the worst team in baseball at home. So well I'm I'm yeah. I'm going with it, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Uh, 610, the Blue Jays versus the Rays. Six and a half is the implied total. Another baby total. In fact, we have three six and a halves in a row. I don't know if I've ever seen that, mm. but 
It's 3.25 implied for both sides, Blue Jays and Rays. Alec Manoa, 9K against Drew Rasmussen, 8.3K. What do you think? Yeah, this is an interesting matchup. Um, They went back and forth last night. You know how I mentioned that Jeffrey Springs would probably get some ownership, which I guess he didn't end up getting that much ownership, but he kind of got blown up, really. Yeah, by Toronto. Um, I think this is a little bit better game for the pitching. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Not a lot that I like here for the bats. Um, Probably Wander Franco is probably my favorite play in this game. And uh, move on to the next one for me. Yeah, I'm not going to have much here. I might throw David Peralta in just because he's 3-1 in the cleanup spot. But I I respect – this is one of those tweener games that I hate because I like the pitchers, but not enough against these bats. Mm-hmm. I don't like the bats quite enough against these pitchers. So it's it's – you know, when I get in that dilemma, it's just usually a one-off and I move on. Yeah. All right, 6-10 Nationals Marlins. <laughs> The third six and a half game in a row. A lot of times we don't have any of those. We got three in a row. It's Eric Fetty, 6K against Sandy Alcantara, 10K, 2.63 implied for the Nats, 3.87 for the Marlins. Uh, you're obviously El- Alcantara, mm-hmm. Alcantara, any way you want to say it, man. <laughs> yeah, however let's you want to say it. He's let's my just call him Sandy. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are you doing? Is he getting a lot of ownership? You know, let's. You know what? We can do that. We're going to go to the early slate on DraftKings. That's not really the early slate, is it? It's a different uh, slate on DraftKings. It's like a turbo slate, but on FanDuel, it's the early slate. All right, because it's this is really uh, on, look, on DraftKings. You don't have Jacob Degrom on the early on the turbo slate. You okay, just let's just look at his number. The numbers for this quote-unquote, early slate on FanDuel, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. We've got, uh, oh, that's Stacks. I got, you got me all. You want to hear Stacks for that slate? Sure. Milwaukee, 22%. Atlanta, 15. Philly, 12. Mets, 11. Miami, 10. And Pittsburgh, 10. There's some weird ones. Hmm. And then yeah, my, my lineup, I can get I can get DeGrom in there and FanDuel. So if he's not, you know, 90% owned, then I'll probably do that. But I was interested to see what Alcantara's ownership was going to be. That's kind of why I was leaning towards him. All right. I'm going FanDuel. <laughs> and I want to find the early slate. Well, give me any other input from this game while I'm looking it up. I don't really have a lot of other input. I mean, I do like some of these Miami bats if you need the value, but in my lineup, excuse me, in my lineup construction, I didn't really need it. So I didn't really go to any of these bats. I got enough value from Milwaukee and uh, the Mets. Gotcha. Okay. Why am I not getting there early? I knew this was going to be super confusing uh, with the dual slates. If you can't get it, it's okay. Yeah, but, I, I'm getting. I'm. I've got the main one pulled, but uh, I'll have to dig a little bit and go back to get the early because there's like so many multiple slates with the, all of them having different amounts. Right. Let's, we'll pull that. I mean, Degrom's going to be a billion percent owned. There, there's oh, yeah. the mis- There's a mystery for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I figured that, but I was just curious if we had exact numbers, but that's fine. Let's move on to the next one. All right. 
We've got uh, 635 Cubs Pirates. It is 64 in Pittsburgh. No win. Seven and a half. 3.75 for both. Wade Miley, the lefty, 6.7K against Johan Oviato, 5K for the Buccos. Um, the only thing I like in this game is Ian Hat because he burned me yesterday. So I like going back to plays like that. So I'm going to go back to Ian Hat today. 4.8K. That's not bad. Uh, you know, I sort of like Diego Castillo at 2.5. Oh, you know, yeah, he is good against lefties. He is yeah. good against lefties, and he, he's he got so much pop, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Problem is, he also can take a zero, too. So you got to, yeah. it's a tough one, but uh, just a couple of one offs there for me. Then the last game prior to the main slate is the Brewers Reds. Seven and a half is the total in Cincy, 71 degrees. Beautiful day for a baseball game. No wind, 4.5 implied for the the Brewers and three for the Reds. Corbin Burns, 9.4K. Graham mm-hmm. Ashcraft, 7.2K. Yeah. Go ahead, Mr. Brewer. All Go right. Brewer. Um, Burns struggled in his last start pretty bad against the Mets. I think he bounces back in a big way here. Um, and I also like the lefties, Yelich, Telez, Colton Wong, Garrett Mitchell, and Willie Adonis, the righty. So, those would be, you know, if I did a five-man stack of the Brewers, that's the five I would have. Okay. That's and- or McCutcheon. I just, I just, Adamus hasn't done that much in this uh, first two games in this series, and um, he was on fire against the Mets and in the series before that. So I just think that he's going to have a good, good game today. And Yelich always kills the Reds. I don't know what it is about the Reds, but you know, he's hit three cycles against the Reds in his career. That's crazy. And you got to yeah. like that ballpark. That's for sure. Yeah. And I like the fact that the Brewers are going to have like six or seven lefties against Ashcraft too. Mm-hmm. So that should be, uh, I do like some bats in this game for sure. I think it's uh, uh, definitely, uh, you know, the Milwaukee side. I agree with that ownership. I think that uh, as you know, you got to eat a little bit of chalk there, but I agree with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I'm going to, play burns either but i'm certainly not going to dive on a bunch of reds one off right. at the most uh, i do think he'll bounce back a bit but like i've said for about a, you know a month now he just isn't sharp right now period mm-hmm. it's that simple so we'll see he could have a good one today yeah all right we're on time constraints today so keep me posted if anybody has any questions in chat if you will and let's get into the main slate. It's eight games on all three. This is where we're going to be focusing the most. It is 7.05 Cleveland Guardians at the Texas Rangers. Seven and a half total there. 3.89 implied for the Guardians. 3.61 for the Rangers. Cal Quantrill against Glenn Otto. 7.5K for Quantrill. 6.8 for Otto. What do you think about this game? I just have a one-off in this game. Um, it's uh, Marcus Simeon. He's three for four with a home run against Cal Quantrill. He gave me a zero last night. So, again, kind of going back to a play that burned me. Um, Corey Seager, you know, if you want to go Simeon, Seager, and Lowe, I think at the top of that order would be really nice for Texas. Um, they're not one of my top stacks, but if you wanted to go there, I could definitely see it because Cal Quantrill has been struggling lately. So, um I can see picking on him a little bit. 
Yeah, I, I like some Rangers bats here myself. I really do. I like the top five from there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have some exposure early on here and need the Rangers to hit, which yeah. sometimes can be very scary. So right. uh, I'm not going full-blown stack on the Rangers, but I do like the Rangers tonight. And I, that always it makes me a little nervous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the Guardians, their bats have been so steady too. It's mm-hmm. hard not to want to get to a few of them. So, you know, this could be an important game for me right out of the shoot with, you know. Yeah, they, they've won 15 of their last 18 games. Oh, they're on fire, man. Yeah. And they're getting great stuff. I mean, Quan Rosario, Ramirez Naylor, Jimenez Gonzalez, that top six has been just lightning hot right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can take any two or three of those guys and feel good about it because you don't really have to pay a ton other than Ramirez at five, eight, everybody else is very affordable. True. Yeah. And then on the, on the Rangers side, you know, I like the fact that I could get mini stacks there. You know, if you go Simeon Seager and low together, you're in trouble because mm-hmm. the pricing, but you can go for me, it'll be Simeon or Seager with either low Heim uh, or young, the, the youngster. Yeah. So I do like those combinations of hitters in this first game. Is that how you say his name, Josh Young? Yeah, it's with a it's pronounced like with a Y. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering about that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. 705. We've got the Astros at the Orioles. 68 degrees. No wind in Baltimore. Seven and a half. All low totals. A lot mm-hmm. of low totals today. So we're gonna, you know, every run you get is gonna be huge. Um, it was funny because the when I really jumped from on the borderline of cashing to diving over is when Bohm hit that triple. I mean, yeah. it's one big hit like that really can can move you forward. Oh, yeah. So every play is an important one, especially when the the uh, there's low run totals like tonight. Uh, it's 4.3 and applied for the Astros. Uh, they're slump, man. They are playing like they do not. They just want to get it over mm-hmm. and get to the playoffs. They have not looked good. Um 3.12 for the Orioles. Fromber Valdez, the lefty, 10.2K against Mike Bauman, 5.3K for the Orioles, who are only three games out of that last wild card spot. You got to give them credit for yeah. all these youngsters. I mean, they're running out of time, but mm-hmm. what great experience for those young guys. And I, you know, I'll tell you what, Gunner, Gunner threw up a zero for me yesterday. I took a zero from Gunner and a zero from Arenado and still got it done. I don't know how, but hmm. I, you know, Gunner's only 21 years old. Yeah. But you know, he's I, not in the lineup today, but that's I'm, right. That's what okay. I was going to say. What I love about that manager though, it's he's smart. He's not putting him in here in a situation that he could fail. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I think it's a great move on his part. Um, I like Fromber Valdez crash. He's my favorite pitcher tonight. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see that. Um, this is kind of a pass game for me. I just I, I feel like um, Valdez is good enough, you know, that I don't I don't need to go there. And the ball just I mean, we've talked about it a lot. The ball just does not carry in that ballpark. So um, you could go to some of the Houston bats, but I just I just kind of I'm going to avoid them tonight. So, yeah, I mean, Houston just looks so slumped. It, you yeah. know, it's it's amazing now. I'm tempted on your Alvarez, but 6.1 is is really a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. But I like, you know, it's 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 tough to count on a lot of the Astros here. 
because even the ball Rutschman hit out to center, he absolutely murdered it, and it didn't get out by much. So yeah. it's it's hard to really uh, pound the ball there to center or to left. But uh, so I'm not going to be heavy. Maybe a one off for Houston, but I'm definitely going to have Valdez as my buy a pitcher on this slate. I just think Baltimore, Baltimore's, you know, I think he's going to overmatch them and. Mm -hmm. I don't like Baltimore against lefties that much because they lose Gunner's bat. I think uh, my man Rutschman's a little bit better from the left side as far as pop goes. Yeah. And, you know, it, it brings that bottom of the lineup a little bit more into play. So I'm I'm going Valdez today. And, I mean, I like the Orioles. I'm rooting for them, but not tonight. I will not be rooting for them. Okay. All right, 710, Detroit Tigers, Chicago White Sox, 71 degrees, perfect night for baseball in Chicago. Wind blowing out to left, eight miles an hour, if you call it a wind, more of a breeze, eight and a half is the total, 3.66 implied for the Tigers, 4.84 for the Pale Sox. Drew hmm. Hutchison, 5.8K against Davis Martin at 6K. I always like people that have names that you can call them Davis Martin or Martin Davis. Martin Davis. I thought yeah. that was cool. So Mr. Davis Martin at 6K, I bet you he's your play. No. No? <laughs> no, okay. I actually kind of like the bat. He's not a bad play tonight. Okay. Okay. I kind of like playing him. on both sides on this in this matchup, though. So Go ahead. And they have an implied eight and a half run total. It's like the second highest on the slate. So it's unbelievable, it's isn't crazy. it? It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I like the White Sox, you know, primarily. Um, against Drew Hutchinson. I think that's a really good spot. He gave up six runs the last time he faced the White Sox. Yep. And uh, the top of that order, you know, Andrews has been on fire since he came over from Oakland. Uh, Moncada, Abreu, Jimenez, Pollock, you know, I like all those guys. So it's interesting that Lewis Robert is down at eight. Did you notice that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even have him in my projected lineup personally. Wow. Okay. Well, he, so I, we'll think, I think he's in. Let me see something. I have Andrus, Mancata, Abreu, Jimenez, Vaughn, Grandal, Pollock, Sheets, and Gonzalez. But again, they that's just not released their lineup coach. Oh, it's, it's out for good. Yeah. Andrus, Mancata, Abreu, Jimenez, Sheets, Pollock, Vaughn, Grandal, and Josh Harrison. So, wow, Grandal's at eight. Yeah. That stinks. <sighs> I was hoping he was batting a little higher in the order, but that's all he's right. Eight. So, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. You know, Robert was batting like third or fourth or whatever um, earlier, and, and now he's all the way out to out of the lineup. So, if you're playing a crazy GPP lineup and you want to use Davis Martin as your uh, uh, value guy, I don't think you're crazy. I'm not going to do it, mm -hmm. but I'm just saying, Detroit stinks, man. They really do. I think I think he's not the worst play. Uh, if if you're really wanting to save money and buy up for some bats but yeah. again it's just a very light approval the only guy from detroit i'd play would be the youngster Kerry carpenter the lefties 2.7k mm -hmm. and then on the white Sox, i'm with you i want a couple of white Sox, uh a combination maybe mancata jimenez or you know one of those guys a couple of those guys in there not i don't think abreu's been really swinging a good bat though he just looks yeah. off yeah, so I that lost would be the 14, one guy skip. I lost a 14 parlay last night thanks to the White Sox. So Ooh. I had the White Sox, Guardians, Yankees, and Mets. But oh, that's tough, man. Yeah, 
to lose to and Detroit beats you on the straight up. That sucks. Yeah. All right, let's go. 7-10, Seattle, Kansas City. It is Logan Gilbert at 8.5K uh, against Chris Booby Boobich, the mm-hmm. lefty, 5.6K. How about 84 degrees in Kansas City? A little yeah. breeze blowing out to right. So we found a hot spot on the map here, but the total's still only eight. Uh, any, yeah. any feelers for you here? Yeah, I like uh, Carlos Santana against his old team. You know, yep. I think that's a good spot for him. Yeah. Uh, I like this. I almost said the Seahawks, the Mariners, <laughs> um, the Mariners in general against Bubich. Um, I, I think this is a good spot for them. I know I kind of picked on them last night with Brady Singer. Yeah, but, um, he I think great. Good, yeah, he did. He really did. This is a good spot for them to bounce back. Uh, with Logan Gilbert, you know, pitching for them too. So they should they should be in a good spot to get a win here. I don't like Gilbert that much, dude. I really don't. Okay. I, I just not – I'm not a believer, and I like some of the young bats for KC. I don't like either side uh, pitching. I like mm-hmm. the hitting here, and I'd like some exposure. I like Santana at 2.8 a lot. He yeah. makes things work. And I, I like – he's got a lot more power from the right side. Than he d- does the True. left. Yeah, uh, I I saw him in person at a game one time uh, from the right side when he was a rookie and mm-hmm. hit one in the upper deck. I mean, it was a moonshot. I uh, could not believe, but yeah, you know, that was years ago. He's he's getting older. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Oh well, yeah, definitely. But that was in know, Cleveland, I guess, or where yes, was it? Was it was in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jacobs Field back then. Yeah, but. Uh, Anyway, so it was uh, Ty France, Hanniger, Dylan Moore. Any of those guys in the middle, I think, are decent plays. Um, but I do like some of the Royals' bats here. I, I am not a Gilbert believer. Melendez has been scorching hot. True. And Witt, you know, he's such – I mean, the dude's a 25-25 guy as a rookie. That doesn't happen mm-hmm. very often. So, you know, whenever you can take a guy in DFS that can get you a homer and a steal, you got to feel great about it. And then, you know, Salvi's always dangerous. Vinny Pascantino, he's been south of 3K all year, and yeah. he just produces some hits and an occasional homer. Uh, so, I, you know, I'll have some bats in this game, Crash. All right. He's got, uh, yeah, Melendez, I just looked it up, five of his last seven games, double-digit fantasy points. So Yep, he's yeah. been absolutely on fire. Um, anything I have not looked at chat in uh, like 30 minutes. So if there's anything going on, let me know. I haven't seen anything new since uh 10 Do minutes we, ago. We getting more people to fly in here, or is Maybe everybody all asleep or what's going on? <laughs> Did I screw everybody up with changing the time? It's my fault. I'm the one that changed the time. No, it's okay. It's oh no, we got a decent, we got a decent amount in here. Yeah, we got a decent group in here. Uh let's go to uh the twins game, coach. Angels twins, only seven is a total. That's the theme tonight. No runs except for stinking Coors Field. 62 cool degrees in Minnesota, 10 miles an hour, wind blowing out to right center. Reed Detmer's the lefty 7.2K against junk ball, jumping Joe Ryan, 8K. What do you got? This is a pass game for me. I don't really have anything on this game whatsoever. It's got an implied run total of seven. Um, You know, just just kind of feels kind of like a three to two type game to me, but we'll see what happens. But that's kind of what I'm feeling. Taylor Ward's been absolutely murdering the ball, by the way. 
Yeah. He's on fire. But uh, I don't know. Shohei's a great play, but 6-3 is a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a great play. Although the stats haven't shown a huge dip, but you would think the day after he pitches, he's a little tired maybe. Right. But, uh, but he's such a world-class athlete. I don't I don't think that's even possible for him. But uh, uh, did you see that bat go flying at him in the game yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I he I mean crazy. it was a it could have killed him. It it yeah. was sharp and it, it flew right by him. Yeah. Crazy. Um all right. Uh for me in this game, I again I'm not a big fan of this game either. I've been down super down on the Mets. Um and the Mets, the twins hitting. Twins, yeah. So yeah, Detmers is is a little I have a just a speck of interest in Detmers mm-hmm. for value as well. Uh, there are some value guys that you can go with today. Um, yeah. he, I think he's sort of one of them. Um, but again, just a lukewarm recommendation there. Uh, don't really like the Mets. Or the, why do I keep calling the Twins the Mets? <laughs> I don't know. But the Twins bats, I'm just not into uh, today. So that's why I sort of like them a little bit. But again, I won't have a lot of lot in that game either. So we've got three games left. 8-10 is the San Francisco Giants, Arizona Diamondbacks. And here, this is what I want to do, Crash. I want to take a quick, I know we're at time constraints, but it's important that we share this information. The main slate on draft, Kings, let's look at the latest stacks. Because before we get to the game, we might as well talk about the elephant in the room. And that's the, the Padres stack. They're 26% owned with a 26% chance of being the top stack. That's ridiculous. Then you got the White Sox at 14, Seattle at 12, the Dodgers at 7, Colorado at 6 on down. So that's on DraftKings. On FanDuel, we're going to give you that number two because this is important when you're building. You got to look at the leverage. Padres, 26 White Sox, 14, Seattle, 12, uh, Dodgers, 8, Colorado, 7, Cleveland, 6. And then on my lovable Yahoo darlings here, my favorites, (laughs) we've got 24% Padres, 15% Seattle against Bubich, 11% White Sox, 9% Colorado, 7% Cleveland. So there you go with those statistics. I think they're important. And yep. while you've got your brain on for stats right now, we're going to go to pitching ownership. Put this all in your brain, Crash, because it's important. Are you ready for this? Who do you think the number one projected owned pitcher is on the main slate on DraftKings? By quite a bit. Hang on, I got to look at the pricing. Take a guess. Gonna, that's going to be a big determination. I'll give you two guesses. Really? Yep. Okay. Um, Don't overthink it. You Darvish. You Darvish is eighth. <laughs> okay. Not he's ninth at nine percent. Okay. Okay. I mean that makes sense. It's in you court. want a second pick? Yeah. 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 Um. Fromber Valdez. He's third at 25%. Okay. So it's one of the more favorite. obvious plays to me uh, because it, I had Clayton Kershaw as my number one pitcher. He is 
fifth at 16%. Oh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Jumping junk ball Joe Ryan, 36% projected ownership. Wow. Reed Detmers is second at 28%. My top pick, Fromber Valdez, 25 to 26%. Third, Merrill Kelly, 25%. Kershaw, 16. Gilbert, 15. Cobb, 15. Quantrill, 14. Darvish, 9 Wow. Okay. So, so what everyone's doing is they're paying down so they can pay up for these bats. Exactly. And here's what we have in on FanDuel. Very different. Detmers 15, Valdez 15, Kelly 14, Kershaw 13 and a half, Joe Ryan 12. So you got every no favorite at all uh, yeah. pitching there whatsoever. So <clears throat> what an odd pitching uh, slate Weird. this is. Yeah, that's and then, and then here on Yahoo, this is where you're going to get stung here because Clayton Kershaw, 41%. Mm. Joe Ryan, 32. Detmers, 22. Valdez, 21. Merrill Kelly, 20. Gilbert, 19. And Cobb, 17. So I just, I thought those were really surprising. Yeah. yeah. Very, yeah. very surprising. All right, let's get right back to it. So, San, uh, it's San Francisco and San Francisco Arizona. And Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Yep. Uh, Merrill Kelly is my second favorite pitcher on this slate. So, Eight very good numbers. Day. Very good numbers against San Francisco this year. Um, last time he faced them was August 16th. He pitched seven shutout innings with seven strikeouts for 46 fantasy points. Yeah. And then on July 20, that was in San Francisco. Then July 25th was in Arizona eight shutout innings with seven strikeouts for 55 fantasy points. So um, really good numbers. Uh, San Francisco has been playing a little bit better of late, so that's a little concerning, but uh, I still like Merrill Kelly at home. You know, his last three starts were against the Dodgers and the Padres. So he did struggle a little bit, but the Dodgers always get him. So I like Merrill Kelly as my value pitcher as well. So we're on the same page there. It's three and three point seven five implied for both. Cobb's not a bad play either, man. I no, he's it. not. Yeah, he's a grinder. I I'm a big Cobb fan. He's only seven point five k, but I I favor Kelly a little bit here in the dome there with the humidor on. Uh, you know, I this game to me is a pitching duel more so than anything else. No hitters yeah. for me. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, we get to this ridiculous. Padres Rockies uh Coors game 77 degrees no less in Colorado no real wind uh 10 and a half total 6.21 for the Padres which is like enormously higher than anybody else mm -hmm. 4.29 for Colorado Darvish 9.7 against Chad Cool 5.4 so you're the you're coming off the fade last night and it worked what's the word tonight uh, the Padres are my top stack. I mean, yeah. I, I don't, I didn't overthink this one. I think that um, <clears throat> all the numbers suggest that they should have a big night against Chad Cool, um, Machado, Cronenworth, um, Profar, Soto, all those guys. They have really good numbers, and uh, I just think they're gonna they're gonna put up nine runs or so. So yeah, anything on back on the other side with Colorado? Yeah, I do like. Um, Grishik, which I think he hit a home run for us last night. Oh, he was massive for me yesterday. He and Daza both got it done. I had yeah. two Rockies. And um, 
Um, who was the other guy that I was looking at? Was it Diaz or was it? No, it was. They're, they have their lineup is in McMahon, Daza, Grishik, Blackman, Tapia, Yeah, it, sorry, it was McMahon because they were talking. I was listening to the Padres broadcast last night and they were talking about um, McMahon always kills them. So McMahon yeah. was the other play that I liked. For me, it'll be a one-off on the Rocky side. And I I mean, I'm not going to take five Padres like most people will, I mm -hmm. think, or a lot of people. I'll probably have two or three of them, though. I mean, I just don't think you can get around it. Yeah. And just making sure you have the right ones it ends up being the key there. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those scenarios where it's almost like we call it chalk blockers. They're just going to yeah. be so highly owned. You have to have some of them. You got to have some chalk. Yep. Last, Last game, game, nine. 9-10, Cardinals-Dodgers, 7.5, another tiny total. 82 degrees in L.A., as we said, California's hot tonight. 3.25 implied for the Cardinals, 4.25 for the Dodgers. Jordan Montgomery, the lefty, 7.7K against lefty Clayton Kershaw, 10.5K. Go ahead, Kershaw. Kershaw is my top pitcher. Uh Arenado is actually my BVP play, though. It's interesting. But he's got 19 hits and 64 at-bats. I know. Kershaw. Uh, four home runs. And uh, and I didn't give away my home run call, which is Manny Machado. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm mad because I took Arenado. I called a double dong yesterday, and I don't think he got out of the damn box. Right. His stats, like you said, I could keep reading them. They're just phenomenal against Kershaw. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to Arenado as my BVP, that stinking guy. I'm going to stun you, though, with this one, though. Goldschmidt's my home run call. I almost went with Goldschmidt. That's not going to stun me. I thought he was a good play, too. You know, I think the Cardinals, um, they had that that breakout finally, which we've been waiting for for, it feels like, two months. But Yep. Probably in reality been like two weeks, but um, 11 runs, you know, they put up last night. You had the big thing for Pujols last night with him hitting yep. 699 and 700, which is unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. But um, that's off to fat Albert, yeah. man. Albert, just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yep. Uh, big and I, and I, I'm telling you, we're not going to see another 700 home run hitter in our lifetime. It's yeah, not going to happen. No nope. big reason why I like. Uh, Kershaw is because because of that. I think it's going to be a regression for the Cardinals. I think it's going to be an emotional hangover. Uh, you know, it's, I'm sure they partied last night after that happened with Pujols. So I just I just feel like they're going to be in a letdown spot. You know, it's it's hilarious because we're absolutely opposite on this. Uh, Kershaw is my fade pitcher, and I have all the other opposite reasons. There was so much tension with getting Albert to 700. I mean, it was just palliative they were standing at the top too. of the dugout i think that they all calm down relax get in the box and just swing free and i okay. you know albert sits tonight there's no stress mm -hmm. i love goldschmidt arenado i just it's hot in la so i'm going with the opposite you know i just think that st louis steps up and hits again you know they're they were due to get hot and I know it's very unpopular, very co contrarian, but, you know, I'm going to have some chalk amongst this stuff. Uh, this will be where I get different with some Cardinals bats and the L.A. fade. Okay. Well, let's get into our two brains because we got like five minutes. Uh, I think we should pass our two brains today. We don't okay. have time because we have got to get these lineups up for the 405 slate for everybody. 
Mm -hmm. Unless you know somebody has a heart. I, I you know you guys can. Most of you guys are uh, members, so you're going to get our lineups anyway. Sean V, how you doing, man? Uh, Aaron Sampson, great to see you. JT, everybody that's in here. Deb Lutz, go Mets, go. She says, uh, love all you guys. Really good group in here for it being so early. But I think that what we should do is wrap this up. We'll have our prize picks, our boom fantasy, and our GPP for FanDuel posted in um, on the main uh, chat for our members. Uh, we love you guys, but we don't want to cut it short and then have people getting shut out of this 405 slate. It's <clears> my <throat> fault. I moved it earlier because I wanted to get it all in. But I think, I mean, we tell everything like it is in these, so it's not yeah. like yeah, a big shocker. Right. So I'll give out my prize picks plays real quick. Kershaw over five and a half strikeouts. Chris Bubich over five hits allowed. He's allowed five hits or more in eight straight starts. On Boom Fantasy, I've got Pick'em favorites. Christian Yelich over 0.5 hits. He has 20 hits in 17 games against the Reds this year. And Paul Goldschmidt over 0.5 hits. Excellent. Uh, I do not believe Judge gets to 700. I don't think people realize what kind of a feat that is. There's only four guys in 125 mm -hmm. years of baseball. You have to stay healthy forever. You have to have tons of power forever. Like what Albert's doing right now is absolutely insane. So, so I, you know, as much as, as Judge is awesome, I don't think he gets to 700. Yeah. Judge just struck out and Rizzo hit a two run home run. So Rizzo, Sean V, come on, baby. You're in. I knew you were in here for a reason, dude. Come on now. I didn't play Rizzo today because I didn't play that single early game, but yeah, you were, he's out of the slump. That's a yeah, that played, cheers me up. I played Rizzo today. So you did? I did. I did. Oh yeah. my god. I played him in the uh the um not the MVP, but the other spot. So yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Listen, love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're gonna be get these lineups in for this early slate and the main slate. Then Crash and Steven and I will be back 8 p.m. Eastern. We're giving away three sets of Millie Maker tickets, so two, two, two. Uh, so join us back for that one for sure. Wait a minute, Sean V. Come on, dude. He played Rizzo after giving me all that smoke. Oh, oh, no. I cannot believe it. All right. I believe you, Sean, man. I'm in your corner, buddy. All right. We love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Check in on main slate or uh, main chat uh, here in about eight minutes we'll have our lineups posted and then we'll see all of you back 8 p.m eastern for the football show thank you so much have a great day good luck tonight and we'll be back a little bit later with nfl and i'll be back solo tomorrow don't leave me alone on baseball sunday remember the fish that all swim over so join me 11 a.m only baseball show in the industry at that time uh, tomorrow for uh, the show, for the big show. All right, have a great one, and we'll catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in MLB, DFS, prize picks, and boom, fantasy.